Welcome to it, man. This is uh, Leadership Development 101. So it's LD 101, Leadership Development 101. And of course, my name is Nasi Pomasi. Thank you very much for joining me on my new podcast. This is going to be a podcast that's going to look at issues of leadership in this country. We're going to be uh, looking at uh, uh, how leaders... Um, have managed to lead and how they grew up and how they managed to stay the course and how they managed to survive all odds and remained resilient and remained focused and remained on the goal and on the mark. And of course, uh, this is the show that is going to be looking at leadership internationally and leadership in the house. And of course, I'm talking about in South Africa. So I'll be talking to ordinary people who are leading fantastic movements and fantastic organizations. And I'm talking about people that are either pastors who are men of God and women of God. And I want to chat to them about uh, how they've managed to get up and rise up in uh, whatever uh, that they've been given as talents from God. And of course, leadership is, uh, is a talent. It's a gift. And I think it can be worked on. So uh, we'll be talking to them from a spiritual point of view and talking and embarking on these things that God has given us, which are talents. And I'll also be looking at people that have really made an effort to grow themselves, to make sure that they develop themselves as quickly as possible and they stay the course, doesn't matter how hard it took. And I mean, uh, in this day and age, the two leaders that stand out for me that are incredible leaders that have done something nobody in the world has done. One of them is a white guy by the name of Elon Musk. He's a South African-born Afrikaans Owen, and he went all the way to the U.S., brah. And he went and he developed himself. He went and studied. He slept on a couch. This man is a billionaire. He is worth $180 billion. He's the richest man in the world. And he still sleeps in a Tesla. Um, he still sleeps in a Tesla factory, man. He still sleeps there. And I couldn't believe it. So I'm going to be looking at leaders like him. What makes him tick? What makes him... What makes him do what he's doing, man? He's built Tesla. He's done a company called SpaceX. He said he wanted to commercialize going into the moon. And uh, he's done something that most people, including the first man who landed on the moon, uh, who accused him and said, what you are doing is wrong. And, uh, and, 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 and Elon Musk went ahead anyway. And now he's going to commercialize going into space. And uh, he's also gone and built a company that focuses on taking households out of the grid and putting people up in um, using solar uh, in the U.S. So, of course, so it's leaders like him who are thinking far ahead of the time. And now with his uh, company, Tesla, they're now looking at things like interesting stuff, man. They're looking at um, uh, uh, building, um, you know, SUVs and 4x4s. And uh, it's incredible what this man has managed to do and i'll be looking at people like him people like tyler perry uh he's a second guy who really just made some outstanding stuff um you know he he held on to the dream he held on to the talents he held on to the 
his calling. He made sure that uh, he does what God has given him the ability uh, to do. And of course, uh, which was to entertain people, uh, to bring a message to people, to bring healing to people through comedy and humor. And of course, he's built one of the biggest, biggest production, movie production um, Tyler Perry Studios, something amazing. He took a land that was used by soldiers and slavery back in the time and he built it into something magnificent. So I'll be looking at guys like him as time goes on, man. And of course, uh, I also look forward to some of the leaders I've invited. Some of them are politicians. Some of them are leaders in business. Some of them are, are women. Some of them are men. Some of them are young, young people. So Anyway, so I'm going to get right into it. Today's uh, show, uh, it's going to be short. Normally, the show is going to be about an hour and it's going to be 30 minutes of me looking at um, some of the tips, looking at some of the people that have really inspired uh, me, inspired what I do. And, um, and of course, um, I want to be able to play you some of those clips as time goes on. But today, as a first show, as a first segment, I want to be able to talk about the leadership lids that people have, all right? So here's the thing. All of us as leaders have limitations. You know, there are limits and lids that we put upon ourselves. And what we do sometimes, we are not aware of these things that we do, right? It's called um, the limitations and lids that we put upon ourselves. We say, no, we can't because we are poor. No, we can't because I grew up in poverty. No, I can't because I'm black. No, I can't because I'm a young boy. No, I can't do this because I am a woman. No, I can't do this. So these are all the things that you actually say to yourself every day that um, you can't do something because of something. You find a reason. Uh, my wife calls them. Uh, you 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 create alibis, you know, alibis um, in order for you to be able to limit yourself or not to move forward. So a lot of people tend to have what they call um, lids that they put onto themselves. So and basically my message today is going to be about about that, about how to overcome some of these limitations. So the first question I want to ask is that. Does everybody have the potential to be a leader? So, can anybody lead, man? Can anybody lead? And leadership is seen as something where um, it's seen as something that's up there. And meanwhile, it could be if you look at yourself from the bottom, you could see yourself leading in your own house, in your own home. Maybe you're a kid, but you have influence, you know. And uh, there was a study that was done uh, that said... Um, it was done by Sunday Times, which basically looked at um, um, how kids influence household incomes, how kids have influence over the schools they want to go to, how they influence their parents, what cars they must buy and that kind of stuff. So you might be small, but there's a lot of influence you could have as a kid. Um, so what, a, what you must realize is that everybody has the potential to become a leader. And um, and it's really up to you as to whether you believe it or not. Uh, you could be in a church, you join the church, all of a sudden you're an altar boy, all of a sudden you're a youth pastor, 
all of a sudden you are growing slowly but surely you are the main pastor or one of the pastors and uh, and growing to leadership within the church or you started a small company and uh, one person working for you um, and maybe that person is you uh, so and then the next thing you hire someone and then you hire somebody and then you hire somebody the next thing you know you are leading people but you're still an SME a small medium enterprise okay so you could be um, in politics maybe you joined a branch you were a member in a branch and then all of a sudden you uh, moved on to uh, becoming a BEC a branch executive member you are responsible for a portfolio the next thing you know it you are the secretary before you know it you are the treasurer before you know it you are the chairperson before you know it you are climbing up so there are, there are opportunities where you are to lead so find out where you are as a leader and then start looking at yourself and then the next question is what is stopping you from leading man what is stopping you from leading yo what is stopping you all right so what are the things that are limiting you man what are the things that are your ceilings what are the things that are stopping you from leading you know it's like imagine you're in this box and you you meant to fly and you keep jumping and hitting yourself against the ceiling you're hitting yourself against the box you know so what are those things that are stopping you from moving forward what are those things and you got to be able to identify them and sometimes people put their own lids on on themselves you know uh, i come from abject poverty um i mean my mother who was a domestic worker my father who was a painter by choice um and an alcoholic and my uh, and we stayed at the squatter camp we actually I, I grew up in a farm of princess and uh, from there it became a squatter camp and i remember staying in the shack and i hated every minute of it you know and i kept saying to myself when i grow up man i'm not going to live like this yo i can't so i had to identify my problems and i needed to do something about it and every day i kept chiseling all day every day and i worked on something all right so you could say poverty is a problem and maybe it is man look it it could be it could be a problem but you have to at least identify the problems that stop you from growing it could be that maybe you have no father figure you know i mean my dad was there but i i didn't really have a good father figure so it wasn't really easy to know how to be a man and how to grow up and how to take care of a family. I didn't know, man. I just tried this thing. I did it and you know, I just I just I just took a chance and uh and I'm still trying because I I don't think I've arrived. So, you know, it could be that that you don't have a father that stops you from from growing and maybe that's your lid, you know, or maybe you have no parents and i mean it's it must be very painful to grow up as a kid and you have no parents and nobody loves you and nobody cares and you know you've been neglected a couple of times and it's just not cool you know so it anything is really possible man and um maybe you've been abused man you maybe you've been you know i mean i've been abused emotionally hopefully you know my, i mean luckily it wasn't it wasn't uh, physically except from my dad beating me up uh, now and again um but what kind of abuse uh you might have gone through 
that have held you back from really growing. So it could be something that's holding you back from growing. So find out those things, identify them, you know, sit with yourself and ask yourself very hard questions. And it's not an easy exercise to do that. Um, it could be maybe you're on drugs, man. You hang out with uh, bad friends. The next thing you know it, you started with cigarettes. You started on joining all types of different stuff. Uh, the next thing you're on hardcore drugs and you are stuck right there. And you can't, you can't, you know, you, you can't stop. Um, you know, drugs such as coke and heroin and, and so on. A lot of musicians um, have been using these drugs to be able to keep in the game, to keep active, to perform from one venue to the other. And uh, many of them are stuck in this habit and it's costed them a lot of money. So maybe it's drugs that's holding you back. Um, and then maybe it's a bad relationship. Who knows? Maybe you're in this relationship with this woman, with this guy that cannot, uh, um, you know, help you uh, to, to think out of the box, to dream, to, to, to do. Um, so maybe that relationship holds you back. And then the next question is, what skills do you have? Look, man, everybody has been given a talent, whether you like it or not. You could be an artist. You could be drawing. You could be a singer. You could be a dancer. You could be an athlete. You could be a swimmer. You could be anything. What I know for sure is that every single person was given a gift from God. You can't say you don't have one. You need to go back to the inner, smaller, childish you to figure out what are those things that you were good at, that you were better than everybody on. And maybe start looking at those things. Maybe you, you do know your talents. So now let's look at the skills you've developed. Maybe you finished matric. And then you've done some carpentry course. Maybe you've done some bricklaying course. Maybe you've done some secretarial course. Maybe you've done some social media course. That's a skill. All right. So build on some skills so that you can improve yourself. Maybe you're a guy like me that likes to talk a lot. And uh, talking is my skill. And then here I am, man, as a spokesperson. Um, here I am doing communications, you know. So what are the skills that you've got? Uh, that you can work with and uh, make sure that um, you take an audit of, of all these skills, all right? So my last question to you, man, what is your attitude like, all right? So what do I mean by this? You know, sometimes some people have bad attitudes. You know, when you have a bad attitude, you wake up, you're in a bad mood, you don't greet, you, you, are, you, know, you are upset all the time, you don't... You don't have good manners. You you can't say please. You can't say thank you. What are your your what is your attitude like? You know, so figure out your attitude could be something that rubs off very bad on other people, man. So how fella when you arrive, people see you, they feel your vibe and your energy, and they're like, yo, we can't do with this nigga, man. We can't stand this guy. We can't stand this person. Their attitude stinks. They think they know it all. They think they are the it. They think, they think, they think. So figure out your attitude. Maybe it rubs off negatively on other people. And um, so figure it out and find a way to make sure that uh, you work on your attitude. Man. All right. So the next thing I want you to know and I want to ask you is, what are you thinking about? What are you thinking about? All right, so 
what do I mean by this? So I always say you are what you read, you are what you consume, you are around, you know, if you hang around with negative people, you'll be negative. So what do you think about when you get up in the morning, when you're chilling during the day, what are you thinking about? Are you thinking about positive things? Are you thinking about growth? Or do you watch soapies? Do you watch Jola 99? Do you watch, not that there's any negativity there, but what is it that you are watching that influences your thoughts, right? So think about those things you think about. Where does your mind spend time? If you think about it, uh, if you spend time in the Word, maybe you are reading a Word of God, maybe you are, you are working all the time, maybe you are, you are in a zone about what you love doing and what you, what you do. Um, what are your thoughts, man? What do you think about? So you must, you must always make sure that you, you influence your thoughts. You, your thoughts are like a TV channel. Think of DSTV, right? So you are DSTV. You've got, let's say, 30 channels because your thoughts are like channels. So if you flip, you say SABC1, you go click SABC1, that's your thought, right? If you don't like what you're watching there, you can go SABC2, SABC3, SABC4, SABC5. Do you understand where I'm going with this? Right. You can change your thoughts, man. So you can decide what it is that you want to think about. If you want to think about positive stuff, you can. I mean, some people have healed themselves. I've seen my mom heal herself. My mom had a, a cancer of the esophagus. Uh, most people don't recover from that. And she, you need chemotherapy to do it. And uh, this is a person who had lost more than 50% of her body weight. I've never seen anybody heal herself like that. And of course, maybe it was the influence of some guy in, in the room here my son, who, who would go to her and speak some things into her mind and say, Oma, I, I, I do want to see you back. When are you coming home? When are you coming home? And my mom tells me all the time that it was through the, the, the seeds that my son had planted in, in her mind about, Oma, when are you coming? When, when are you coming home? We want to see you. We want you to be around to see us grow. And that motivated my mom. She was probably taking over 20 tablets a day. Um, and because uh, she was so sick and she's a traditionalist, I would have to take her to, to Disangoma. I would take her I mean, I, I can't tell you how many things I've tried to try and help my mom get well. But here she is, man. She's proper. She's good. She walks. She's busy. She's active. She is... Getting there. She's almost 95% where she should be. Of course, now she's about 76. So you can understand that she's a bit elderly. But she managed to beat that cancer without chemotherapy. So it's really about what it is that you think about. So make sure that you work on your thoughts. And then the last question, what are you telling yourself? You know, so if you tell yourself, listen, man, I I I'm ugly, I'm not good looking, I'm fat, I'm skinny, I'm whatever, I'm black, I'm colored, I'm Indian, I'm white. Oh my God, opportunities are not here for me because I'm a white guy, because as a white guy I can't get jobs, or I'm a colored guy. Oh my God, the world doesn't love me anymore. You know, I'm not black enough today, I was not white enough during apartheid. 
What are you telling yourself, man? So whatever you tell yourself, you will be. So be careful what you are telling yourself, you know. And uh, if you don't like what you're saying about yourself, change what you say to yourself. Say, I'm good looking. I'm good about myself. I'm going to stop this thing. I'm going to be good. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to read more. I'm going to. So tell yourself more positive things that can lead you into action, not destructive stuff. So I'm done with all my questions. I'm done with all my questions to you, man. So ask yourself those questions. Uh, this is the start of the show. So then I'm going to tell you what to do, right? I'm going to give you tips. You don't have to take them, by the way. But these are tips I'm going to give you. All right. So if you don't make any efforts, if you don't make any efforts, uh, nothing's going to happen, man. Nothing's going to happen. And I want to share one quick story before I tell you this. I remember in 2010, now I'm an avid soccer lover. I love soccer. I, I, I'm crazy about soccer, right? Playing it. Not so much watching it like I used to before, but I love it, right? So 2010, here I am. The World Cup is in the country. I'm a counselor at the stage. I'm playing five-a-side football almost every single week. I'm scoring on an average three to four goals a game. I'm fast. I'm quick, I'm skilled, I'm crazy fast, right? Now, this nigga decides he's going to kick me and break my leg. So, he kicked me, broke my leg. My leg was broken in half, man. I I had to go in for an up. I was out probably. I didn't play soccer for about seven years. Seven years I was out of action, in my first year, I remember watching the World Cup with my kids. I couldn't go to the games. I had tickets for the opening and the closing of the World Cup and all the games that were playing in Johannesburg. And I couldn't play. I couldn't go. So I had to give them away. So it took me at least a year to learn how to walk again. A year to learn how to walk. I was depressed. I was... I. I was in this deep hole of depression. Now, as a soccer lover, man, I was angry with God, man. I was angry with God for almost seven years, ten years. I think I was angry with God for a long time. I was like, God, how can you give me such talents? And then you take them away. You take it away just like that. And I was angry for a very long time. So I this comes from a very personal, personal move of having to change and uh, and I had to be strong because I'm here I am I'm a dad man three kids and and I have to be strong and I can't show my weakness to my kids that I'm depressed about not being able to walk I'm depressed about missing the world cup the only world cup in the african continent I couldn't go so I was angry at this white guy I hated white people all over again I, like I just I had negative thoughts about this man, man. I I wanted him gone. I was like, how can somebody want to take away something I loved so much? So it took a lot for me. So it was only about probably three years ago. Um, I, I, I started learning how to walk. Then I started how to run. And then I started, but it took a long time, man. It took a long time. I'm not even going to lie about it. With no actual, actually, I had a little bit of physio, uh, but it didn't quite help me for for a very long time. 
and I had to make a plan to really just get my mind back and, and be sharp. So it was only about probably about three years ago that I started developing the confidence to run, to, to, to play, to kick the ball again and, and to, to fall in love with the ball again. And uh, only up until last year that I could, um, you know, I could know that I could work on my fitness. And it's only this year I played my first indoor game after 10 bloody years, 10 years of not playing football. And um, I played my first game last week, by the way. And uh, I'm 43 years old. I've got so many injuries to my name. And uh, I tore both Achilles on both feet and I've had to recover. Um, and, and, and I had a broken leg. So, and here I am having to train to make sure that I work on my Achilles and I, 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 I heal myself. Um, it took a lot, man. Many people don't know this about me, but it took a lot to really just get back and play that one game. It was a big thing for me last week uh, to play against uh, uh, younger players, um, way much younger, much faster, uh, much more agile. And, uh, and I did it. I ran and I did it. So here's what I want you to do, man. I want to give you some tips quickly before I end off because there's a 6 p.m. show that's about to start. Uh, so first of all, you got to audit your talents, skills, and experience, all right? That's what you got to do. You got to audit them. Audit your skills. Say, okay, I'm good at running. I'm good at talking. I'm good at sewing. I'm good at cooking. I'm good at this. I can type on a laptop. I can fix laptops. I can audit your skills, okay? Audit your experience. I've done this. I've done that. I've done this. I've done that. Put them all together in one place. Then what do you do? You got to sharpen your mind, man. So your mind is like, is like, let's say it's a weapon. You got to sharpen your weapon every day. So sharpen your mind by reading. Read books that are going to help you think differently. Read these books, man. So there's a whole lot of books you can read on leadership. So Think and Grow Rich is one of them. You can read a book by um, uh, John Maxwell, uh, which is uh, I'm basing a lot of my leadership talks on. Uh, he's got a few material that's out. It's called The 21 Most Powerful Minutes in a Leader's Day. Um, Who Moved My Cheese? Um, the Greatest Salesman in the World. There's so many books you can read, all right? Uh, you can even read books on Nelson Mandela. You can read on some of the greatest leaders that have been. So think differently, but you can't think differently if you don't feed your brain with something. So reading is a great exercise to feed your brain, all right? Number three. Use your thoughts and words wisely, man. So stop telling yourself you're not good enough. Stop telling yourself you're black, you're white, you're colored. It does not matter, man. Hey, man, stop telling us about your race and, and what, what. That you're fat, you're skinny, you're what, what. Ah, it does not matter, all right? So start saying some positive things about yourself. Tell yourself that you were created in his image. You are great. You are amazing. God put you on this planet to do something good and something powerful, all right? And you are loved, you know? You are a lover. You love others, you know? So say some powerful stuff to yourself, all right? So manage. So the last thing. Oh, yeah, okay. Then say your powerful things to you first. Then you say good things and positive things to others, you know? 
Start saying positive things to other people. Tell them, Khorinoman, Ushapu, Ukrende, you know, do well, encourage and motivate other people around you. And once you start planting these positive words in other people's minds, you start seeing them improve and get better as well. So then you got to manage your time. Don't waste a moment on fruitless things, man. Um, cut out people that are negative. Start by, by those people. Cut out, firstly, negative people. Stop doing the things that are wasting your time. Um, you know, it could be drinking alcohol all the week or every day. Or maybe it could be smoking. I don't know what it is that's wasting your time. All right. So think about those things that are wasting your time. So please, man. Make sure that you use these tips wisely. Uh, so this is where I'm going to end off. And I want to say thank you very much to uh, to you for watching it. It's 30 minutes long. Um, so it will be an hour spot, uh, podcast. Um, so as soon as possible, I'll be starting with my new people who will be coming through uh, to join me on this show. And uh, of course, this is the Leadership Development 101. Uh, mine is really just to try and motivate and encourage and develop new and future leaders man mine is to try and take you home this is foxy brown the instrumental version though all right man so i'm gonna say goodbye to you thank you very much you can catch this broadcast on my uh youtube account thank you very much if you're watching it here i'm gonna share it on facebook it's gonna start off very small it's very small i can understand and um you can also catch it on anchor i'm recording it on anchor at the same time i'm using technology around me it's crazy it's like i'm using different devices man so i've substituted a big studio into something small all right so i'm doing it whether you like it or not i'm doing it for you all right so god bless you man take it easy and uh, be strong out there Yeah, because whether you like it or not.